It was on the eye. Just Google. Alright team, we're gonna we're gonna go in here. So uh, the first question that I asked you guys was this morning was what makes you angry? What makes you ticked? What um just kind of like sets you off. That was the question this morning, um, which is a super fun way to start church. Um, I don't, today we're talking about anger, and I don't know about you, but there's times where I feel like I'm, I get controlled by anger, and I let it, like, get the best of me. Anyone ever had those moments where, like, I don't know, you step back, and you're like, why, what the heck, why was I so angry? Because when you're angry, um, the blood actually, like, leaves your brain and, like, goes to, like, your extremities, because you're ready to, to, to fight somebody, or you're ready to flee and run away. Um, and uh, so here's the deal. Um, for me, like, there's a lot of moments I can look back to where, like, anger kind of, like, kind of took over me. I remember this one time I was in high school at lunch, and, like, I had, like, this, like, group of, of like, just, we would sit together, and we were, like, the, the I don't know, kind of like the nerdy Christians who would, like, talk about the Bible at lunch. I don't know if you, uh, which is really good. So I don't, that's not a bad thing. Um, but I remember, like, we got into a fight about the Bible and what the Bible, like, was saying about a verse. And I got so angry that I stood up. And I, and I was just, like, pointing. I, don't, I just remember, like, the rage flooding over me. And then I would always eat um, my lunch. Like, every day, it was weird. I had these uh, cans of ravioli, uh, Chef Moriarty oh. ravioli. And um, you might ask, did you cook said ravioli? No, no, no. Zero cooking because it's pre-cooked so you can have cold ravioli in a can. Um, do you guys ever do that or have cold SpaghettiOs? Yes. Like, no one? No one? Dude, I grew up in the 90s, and no one said that was unhealthy. Um, Everyone's okay. Um, so shout out to the raviolis in the can. So here, but anyways, I I stood up and I pointed at this guy. His, his name is we'll call him Joseph because that's his name. And I pointed. I said, "You're wrong." And then, like in just anger, I like you know threw the ravioli into the trash can, just like as an act of anger. Have you ever like done that where you just like you lash out? But here's the thing: the ravioli was half full and it hit the bottom of the trash can and then shot up into the air all over Joseph. And he's just like wiping it off of his glasses. And he just like he's he thinks that I've done this on purpose. And we end up having this whole fight. People are watching it, um, and we we didn't talk for like a week afterwards until I apologized because um, I I didn't mean to get him with all of the marinara sauce, but it just happened. Um, we have those moments where anger takes over us, and, and sometimes we just kind of feel like we have fights, and sometimes the fights look like this. Uh-oh. You can go click that. So sad. Shut up. Sad, pissed off, angry. What my Lost my hammer. Why? You know, it's the next leg. Don't keep stop. You're being a really bad friend. You bad friend. Here we call you. Here we call you the stupid Avenger. You're a tiny Avenger. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? Yes. <laughs> 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 
sorry. Except those six. <laughs> not the stupid attention. And nobody calls you the stupid attention. It's okay. You just can't go around throwing shields at people who kill them. No, sorry. I just got so angry all the time. <laughs> oh, always, always angry. But the same Just a couple of hot headed fools. Yeah, shame. Hawk like fire. Don't like water. Kind of like fire. They're all like real fire. Anyone ever had a conversation like that with somebody? Um, I mean, that's why it's funny, right? It's not funny because they're superheroes. It's funny because we see ourselves in them. Um, so sometimes we have those moments where, where anger takes over us. What's interesting is when, when, when we're angry, often we're angry with our parents. Um, I actually, there, there is this um, quote that I was reading for a mom, and she was... Um, She's talking about her relationship with her son, and she said that she drives her 15-year-old home from school, and the whole way there, he sits with his head down and his earphones on, and if anyone asks him a question or tries to tell him anything, my teenager, uh, his time bomb goes off. I used to be able to talk to him about anything. I don't know how to talk to him anymore. All the parents nodded their heads in agreement, and then in chorus, they asked, why is this so? Um, What's really interesting about comic books and superhero movies, comic books were written for teenagers. Think about it. What do superheroes do? Superheroes go through a crazy period of transformation when the, in, in like the matter of a few moments, and they go from like being like skinny little twigs to now having tons of power. They go from being kids to having like the body of an adult where they're trying to figure out their powers. Um, that sounds a lot like teenagers. We're like, just like in a matter of two, two years, the development that you guys go through, the changes that your bodies go through, the new feelings and emotions. You're like, I like girls and guys now, and I didn't before, right? You have new emotions that are going through, of course, and do. You have new testosterone. You have new hormones that are flooding through you, and sometimes you don't know why you get angry because I'm just angry, and you have these emotions, and you guys are like superheroes. Turn to someone and say, you are a superhero. You're a superhero. In this sense. You are a superhero because you are trying to figure out how to control your new powers. Emotionally, you were the same, kind of the same as you were maybe a day ago, but you feel like physically you've totally changed. And so you're trying to figure out, like a superhero is trying to figure out how to control his or her powers, you need to try to learn how to control the new powers and emotions and feelings you've been given. And for a lot of us, anger is taking control of us often. Um, and it's interesting, I was reading about it, a lot of us will be angry maybe with our parents or people in our family, and we're angry because we're trying to assert our independence. We're trying to assert that we have autonomy and that we're in charge. But listen to this. When you're angry, who's really in control? It's not you. It's the anger. So you think you're asserting independence, but really in that moment, something else has taken over you. And what's taken over you is anger. It's just kind of an interesting irony there. Um, and so we're, today we're going to be talking about some anger. Um, you can skip to, there was another video. I have so many videos I want to show. Skip the, actually this is funny. Let's show it. Yeah. <laughs> this is um, when smart Hulk, Professor Hulk, sees um, what he was like when he was taken over by rage. Because rage had taken over him during the movie Thor Ragnarok. If you don't know what's happening, it's just funny. You can watch it. And also it's pirated, so here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Click space. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> 
The smart Professor Hulk looks back at how, like, the rage had taken over him earlier, and he's just like, this is embarrassing. And some of us, if we were to record you and your conversations with your friends and your family, uh, you'd be super embarrassed, because you're like, who is that person? Oh, that's right. Blood, uh, blood left my brain, and I was filled with rage. So um, there's different types of anger, and you can write these down. Um, the first one, um, some people, when they're angry, you might be like, I'm not like the Hulk. I actually... I go to silence. Have you ever had somebody when they're angry, they just get really silent and stare at you or like they get moody? That can be as scary as actually getting like, uh, as actually attacking someone um, verbally. Some of you, when you're angry, it's called silent anger. So you don't need to write all this stuff, but um, there's different types of silent anger. This could be masking, which means you might rely on sarcasm and snide remarks. You might actually like be hurt, but you're not going to directly tell someone what's going on. You're just going to use sarcasm as a way to communicate. Anybody in here, you're like that? You're passive-aggressive, um, right? And you might be passive-aggressive because you don't really want to hurt the person's feeling by being direct with them, so you're just going to be indirect because maybe they'll get the hint. Um, this is silent anger. You might use avoiding, which involves steering away from conversations or topics that are sensitive. You might withdraw, which means you don't even want to talk to that person at all. And so you might just like, you know, I'm not going to go to church. I'm going to avoid my parents, and that's going to work. And I'm silently angry. You also might be someone who really, this, is, this, this first part is the flight. If you've heard of fight or flight, um, that's, that's, the, that's the fleeing. This next part is you're maybe more aggressive, and you might fight back. And that's violent. Anger is the second one. Um, and that means maybe you're controlling. You, you try to cut other people off. I see this a lot when people debate politics, too. They overstate um, other people's opinions just to create an enemy that they can destroy. Where if they really were to talk in ways that that person would agree with, and if they really were to share... Like, when we disagree with someone, often we say their, their view in a way that they wouldn't even agree with. So when we disagree, we need to talk and enter into that person's beliefs and argument in a way that they would say, yes, that is what I believe. Then we can have a conversation. We want to be lazy and shut people off. Usually the people we are so angry that we disagree with, we disagree because we misunderstand, right? We disagree that the people that, that I'm angry with and I'm, that I disagree with, it's often because I don't know really what their, their view is. Um, and I'm just kind of being lazy. Anyways, so we turn to violence. We label. We attack. And some of this could actually be physical where like, maybe you throw things like ravioli. Um, maybe you label and you say, you know what? Hey, Zeus, you're dumb. So you just don't even know what you're talking about. And you label someone. I say this because <laughs> hey, Zeus is not dumb. Um, but you might say, you know what? You're just, you're just ridiculous. You're not smart. And you might label someone. And when you label someone, you say, well, everything you're saying is just ridiculous. You don't even know what you're talking about. You're unintelligent. When you say those things, you're labeling someone, so then you don't have to receive what they're actually saying. It's a cheap way to win an argument. It's, it's anger. Cool. Those are two bad. Everyone say bad. bad. Two bad versions of anger. They are self-centered um, versions of anger. We get angry because we're not getting what we want. That's why the Hulk is so hilarious. You know the Hulk? We think he's, he's funny because he, he's basically a toddler. 
If you've ever been around toddlers and they throw stuff and they complain and they want things and give me the candy and give me the stuff, that's why we laugh at the Hulk. We laugh at the Hulk because it reflects what, what toddlers are like. Um, and it's all about, I didn't get what I want. There's a third anger. This is what I'm not talking about this morning. It's a righteous anger. Righteous means like good. It's a good type of anger. And it's the anger that led to like women's suffrage and them getting the right to vote. It's the anger that leads like Nathan to be a part of ending sex trafficking and human trafficking. That's why he's about that. Cause there's this passion that comes up and the passion happens when we care for somebody else. It's other centered. It's not, I'm not getting what I want. It's they're not getting what they want. They're not getting the justice. They're not getting that. And because of that, I have this godly passion. Do you guys see the difference between those two types of anger? Right? So one anger is all about me and I'm not getting what I want. And there's this other God-given type of passion and anger that actually is trying to help and defend and protect others. Right? You get that? Cool. And I think that's, that's a good type. Um, so James tells us the source of anger. You can go to that verse, James 4, 1 through 12. James says, what causes fights and quarrels among you? Do they come from your desires about with me? So he starts out, what causes fights and quarrels? What do we want to answer there? My mom does. My dad does. My sister causes it. My teacher, my counselor causes fights and quarrels with me. Right? We want to, ever since the Garden of Eden where Adam and Eve sinned, they wanted to blame other people. Um, and so often we want to blame everyone. I'm angry because they made me angry and they're the reason. And as long as we keep saying that other people are the reason we're angry, we're going to keep feeding the real source of anger, which is what? It's our heart. You can write down the source of my anger is my heart. Is your heart. Matthew fifteen eighteen. Jesus says, but the things that come out of a person's mouth come from the heart and these things defile them. It's like this. When Vicky and I, we were going on our honeymoon, we went to Costa Rica. And you can put this picture up. Um, when we went to Costa Rica, we almost weren't able to go because there was this crazy, like, volcanic eruption that happened before we went. And, like, all the skies um, were, like, you were going to, like, be unable to pilot through them. I don't know. So we, we, we might not have been able to go. And, and here's the thing. When volcanoes erupt, there's a lot of, like, crazy debris it wrecks a lot, of, a lot of things around it, all right? It causes, like, you know, crazy amounts of toxic fumes that are in the air. But what is the source of all those things? Magma. Magma. Where does it come from? The ground. Inside of the volcano. We could go deeper and really talk, literally, we go deeper and talk about how that actually happens. But here's the thing. We like to blame our friends and our family and our teachers and the world and everyone else. And they're the reason why I am angry. But the real reason we're angry, the part that we need to own, and this will change your life. It'll change your relationships. It'll change your friendships. If you can start to own that a lot of our anger, it's coming from our heart. It's coming from the fact that we're not getting what we want. Well, no, Joel, it's because they didn't treat me fairly. Because you wanted them to treat you fair. Like it's, it's coming from inside of us. Also, sometimes the things we're angry about is because we see those things in ourselves. That's deep. Maybe sometimes the things you're frustrated with your friends about is because you see those tendencies in yourself. And it can be because it's at the source, which is our heart. Um, cool. So, what do we do? The solution. Um, it's fun to blame other people. It's fun to put the responsibility to other people. Um, but... In James, it talks about if you want to be wise, if you want to be mature, you can't just keep blaming other people for your anger. You need to identify what? Go back to the verse. Well, you can go back to the verse. 
Didn't they come from your desires from within you? Go to the, the next slide, two slides. Uh, he says that you desire, but do not have, so you kill. Did you know that the ability to murder and hurt other people physically, that the root of those things are in your heart? That that's just anger that goes unchecked. That's in, I mean, it's just impatience that goes unchecked. That we're so angry that we're not getting what we want and, and it's their fault. So therefore, I can hurt them because it's their fault. I'm not getting what I want, so I'm going to hurt someone. Um, the seed of, of murder is in your heart. Isn't that weird? Isn't that crazy? We always think, oh, no, I would never do that. The seed is in your heart. And if we keep pretending like it's somewhere else, we're going to feed those things um, in ourselves. Okay, so what do we do? I'm going to give you one really practical thing, that if you do this, I think it could set, like bring the temperature down to a lot of fights that you have and a lot of irritation you have. Because um, let's be honest, you're going to probably get angry today with someone in this room. Okay? And I'm going to give you something to do about it. So the solution, own your part. Also, just really quick, I'm not saying that everything is your fault, right? Um, hurting, like people do hurt you. And I'm not saying you should just let them hurt you. But I guess what I'm saying is we need to evaluate first the part that we have to play in the conflict and in the anger, okay? That doesn't mean that you should just let someone abuse you. That doesn't mean you should just let someone get away with anything. That doesn't mean that some of your anger isn't valid. But I'm just saying for a lot of us, most of the time, the problem is we're not seeing our part, our role. Because we love to, to make everybody else, um, we love to cast blame on everybody else and we don't like to take ownership. Cool? Does that make sense? All right, so what are you going to do? You're going to say this. When you're in the middle of the fight with your parents, when you're deciding where to go to lunch today and you're really angry because no one's listening to you, <laughs> I, want, I want you to say this. Do you know what part of the problem is? And here's what I want you to say. Do you know what, you know, do you know what part of the problem is? And then fill this in. I'm not getting what I want. Do you know what part of the problem is? I'm not getting what I want. What if you said that? What would someone say back? Yeah. Well, you, yeah, you, you're, you're right. You're not getting what you want. Okay. Like, it, dude, it will turn down the temperature in every conversation. Mom, Dad, you know what the problem is here? I'm just not getting what I want. Yeah, you're, you're right. We're not going to let you stay out that late. Yeah, you're, you're not getting what... Like, in that moment, it just puts water. There's a verse in Romans that says we can heat burning coals. But we can just, like, extinguish some of the anger. Um, and we can, we can do that in this way. So, cool. I want you to be the first person to do this when you're in an argument. Do you know what the problem is? I'm just not getting what I want. Okay? If you do that, it will take the temperature down. But you need to be the first to do it. Especially dudes. A lot of you, you're, you're not going to do this. No, I'm just, I'm, I'm being honest. For, I mean, this is women too, but a lot of us, especially guys, you might struggle with pride here. And what's going to keep you from recognizing your part and your ownership in it is just your pride in your heart. Um, be the first to apologize. Be the first to own it. doesn't matter if they do. The responsibility is on you. Because you only have control over yourself, right? Who do you have control over? Yourself. Okay? Um, all right. So you're going to ask, um, you're going to say those words. Um, the other thing um, is we need to know how to react when other people are angry. We need to know what we do when other people are ticked off. Because often what we do is what do we do? We, what, what do we do when other people are angry? What, we make it worse? Why are you angry? Let's be honest. A lot of us don't know why we're angry, right? We're teenagers. I'm not saying there's an excuse there, but like 
you're trying to assert your independence. You have all these crazy things that are flooding through you. And we're super self-centered. It's just like, sometimes we don't know why we're angry. So um, I really loved this video of what someone does to the Hulk to help him with his anger. getting what you want. Uh, it's just a scene where, where I love it. Um, where Natasha, yeah, Black Widow, she just, she goes up to the Hulk and she does this thing where she says, the sun's going down. The sun's going down, big guy. The sun's going down. We need to meet people's... <laughs> that was going to be like this best point right here. We need to meet people's anger. <laughs> We need to meet people's anger with gentleness and love. We need to meet people's anger with gentleness and love. So what does that say? We need to We need to be patient and love others when they're angry. Um, do you know what actually I was reading this um, negotiation expert because sometimes I listen to negotiation experts on YouTube and um, he was talking about so he he actually he negotiates hostage situations when there's Americans who are, um, yeah, who are, are who are trapped and uh, who've been taken hostage in other countries. And when he's talking to people on the phone, and they they have these Americans and they're taken hostage, and when he's talking to them, he, he says one of the ways to to just tone down the anger to to really resonate with people, it's to say, it seems like you're angry. It seems like there's a lot going on. It's it, you know I I can tell that you're frustrated. And that when, when, when you say that, so, you know, when, when I say, you know, Vicky, I can tell that, that you're frustrated. What that does for Vicky, she is then, she has to think and she'll think, am I frustrated? And when, you know, when you think about whether or not you're, you're frustrated, they actually did brain scans. And when you reflect on your feelings, those feelings dissipate. So I, I, I think I was angry, but now I'm not really angry. So we need to identify with people's feelings. Hey, you know, sounds like you're angry. All right, we want to try to fix things, but just, you know, empathize. It sounds like you're angry. And then that will actually put water on some of the anger. Cool. So those are two very practical things. What's the first one? The first one is you saying, you know, what's the problem? I'm not getting what I want. The second thing is uh, resonate and have empathy for someone else's feelings. Um, cool. And, and here's what I want to end on today before we kind of have some discussion about this. Um, is, this, is, this is what Jesus did. Jesus said no to the things that he wanted. Jesus said no to fighting back. Jesus could have like brought down like hundreds of thousands of angels. He could have destroyed everybody who was trying to kill him and capture him. But instead, he decided not to get what he wants so he could give you what you need. 
Jesus decided not to get what he wanted. Obviously, he, he ultimately wanted to save us, but what his, you know, what, what his emotions might have told him so he could give you what you need. And here, here's this verse in Philippians that says what he did for us. Well, there we go. Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God as something to be used to his own advantage. Rather, he made himself nothing by taking the very nature of a servant, being made in human likeness. So Jesus decided to love us and be patient with us instead of fighting back. Um, and so the verse right before this that we'll put up, the, the single verse says, Therefore, in your relationships relationship with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Jesus was patient, and Jesus loved others, and Jesus laid down the things that he wanted to. If you follow Jesus, he's always going to lead you from a self-centered, I didn't get this, why, life, to a other-centered, what are other people needing, life, okay? Real maturity in Christ is moving from it's all about me to it's all about others. And when it's all about others, there's less anger there. There's less anger there, because you're no longer saying, wow, I didn't get what I want, because it's not about you. It's not about you. It's about Christ, and it's about loving others. And that's how we make anger not the boss of us. That's how we make anger not in control of us. Amen? Amen. Amen. So, um, hey, we have, like, some good time today to do um, some small groups. Um, I think we might have um, enough leaders for us to be splitting up into our classes. Here's what I'll say. Um, we haven't really done a good job about telling people where they're going to be going today for small groups. Um, so just follow a leader. Um, and if you don't know where you're going, come to the center and we'll help you know. We have like uh, 25, 20, 25 minutes here. But on the back, you have some small group questions. So. <laughs> Should have done it. <laughs> um, so you can like. When does anger become the boss of you? What's your relationship with anger? So you, um, when are you, uh, does your anger usually turn to silence or violence? Do you like flee or do you attack? Um, what are your triggers for anger? Um, so there might be things that you, others say or things that, that you do. Um, not all things are the same for all people. Some things might make you angry that aren't angry for others. Um, and then how do you feel or are you ready to acknowledge that part, not art of the problem, not art, part of the problem is that you're not getting what you want. So, um, cool. Go to some small groups. Um, also, once again, we have we have Beach Bonfire tomorrow. Meet yeah. here at 4. Invite a friend. Right now, in the spirit of continued discussion, we're going to go to our small groups. So find your leader. We have some rooms we can open up. William, Morris, Now you guys are getting angry. What makes you mad? Yeah. I don't have any character. Black Widow. Can you go with uh, oh, it was so much fun. Go with the senior I ran way too much. <laughs> Naya, can you go open the doors if you Whatever you want to go. Oh, junior ladies? Um, you're gonna go. With Vicky, the junior ladies are going with Alex? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
you guys can go out there if you want to. Go in here? Sure. Go. We're in here. Yes. Everybody go down there. Oh. Okay, I want to know now. What makes you Oh, oh. 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 True story. So I was just trying to eat my hamburger, and then I looked behind me, and I saw those kids staring off into space, like unconsciously, uh -huh. like flossing. Unconsciously, that's the worst. Um. <laughs> oh. Can you? Do you guys know where you're going? No. Freshman girls. Is this you know where you're going? No. You're in there. You're in the water. Hey, Lynn, do you know where the freshman girls are? Oh, they're in 